page 242. Page 242. <laughs>
I really appreciate that good singing. I, I love that song. I, I could take everyone on a field trip to Karen Martin's house, go down in their basement, show you the time and place where I got saved. I'm just so thankful to be here. At this time, we'll have our choir come down and we'll turn it over to Brother Terry. Thank the Lord for that good singing. And it uh, seemed like every one of those songs uh, reminded me and uh, caused me to go back and think about when I got saved. And uh, I'm glad, like uh, Brother Taylor said, and, and uh, I'm glad, like others had said, I'm glad there's a time and a place that I can go back to. It's real to me. And I'll just share this with you just for a moment. Uh, uh, oh, it's probably been a few months ago I was over in the area where the Albert Street Church House is, and I just felt like it, and I pulled around there by the building, and of course there's a parking lot there now where the old white block building was at, where I got saved at. But I pulled my car up and I stopped in the parking lot, and I got out, and I, I just stepped it off where I thought the building would have been, and, uh, and their asphalt in their parking lot, uh, uh, there's a big crack right up there about where I thought the altar would be, and <laughs> there's a dandelion was growing up out of it. And I, I took a close-up picture on my cell phone of that spot where that dandelion was growing out of that crack. And uh, I tell you what, I, I felt heaven in my soul. Uh, going back in my thoughts and thinking about Taylor, thinking about when and where I got saved at. So I'm, I'm glad I have a time and a place. And uh, I thank God. And uh, it's good to be here this morning. I'm glad for what I can feel if everybody would just stand with me. Uh, everybody's got an unspoken request and show it. If you've got a, a testimony or a prayer request on your heart, share that before we pray. Anybody? Amen. Right. Amen. 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 Thank the Lord for that. Like Sister Bonnie, the building I was in is not there, but the experience of grace that I got is right there. It's still there. And will be while the world is no more. Someday this world's coming to end, but what I got uh, when I was a 12-year-old boy, it'll still be real, and uh, it won't be damaged any. Praise God. Boy, I can feel him this morning. Uh, anybody else? Pray for those folks. Yeah, pray for those folks. And continue to pray for Sister Joyce Mason. She's down in the Columbus Hospital, but she texted Linda last night and said she's doing better. The doctor said she's doing better, or that was maybe this morning, and said she even ate a little bit of breakfast this morning. And she was excited about that, but 
she was even more excited. She said that uh, her and her husband Arnie were able to get on the live stream and get the, the service and revival from Lighthouse Baptist Church from last night where Trey's preaching. And she said, boy, we really got a blessing. And uh, I, could, I could say amen to that because I was there last night, and of course quite a few of you was. And uh, God really moved and, and blessed both the services, Friday night and Saturday night. And so I'd make a prayer request this morning. Uh, pray for the revival that's still going on over Lighthouse. Pray for the revival that's going on up at Lakeside where our head's the pastor, Mike Cranes, is in revival up there. And pray for the service at Lima Missionary Baptist Church this morning. Well, I've got a great burden, and I'm excited about uh, being here and the people that are here. And I'm excited about uh, uh, hearing Brother Matt preach in a little while. And I really believe, and I'm going to pray and ask God for this, and I've been asking him. He's been doing it, and I'm going to ask him again this morning. I'm going to say, God, give us a powerful spirit uh, to speak to the people here that have spiritual needs, that are lost or out of fellowship. And if we come before God and ask him with all my heart, God will do that again this morning. And uh, somebody else got a request. Oh, Ronnie's back. Okay. Uh, Ronnie, Brother Ronnie's back in the hospital, so remember him. Didn't know that. Somebody else. Hey, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's good. Hey, man. Thank you for sharing that. That's a great, uh, great report and good praise to the Lord. I'm glad we got a prayer answering God. Someone else this morning. Right. Amen. Yes, sir. Right. Amen. 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 That's a that's a good testimony. Thank the Lord. Good. Amen. Appreciate that. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, somebody know uh, Jack Mitchell. Uh, he and his parents came to church early. He was probably about five, six, seven years old. They got saved and uh, he started driving. Uh, Too bad.
pray for this morning. Uh, a lot of problems, a lot of sickness, a lot of situations. And all that's important. God can hear and answer all that. Most important thing of all we can pray is for God to speak to the hearts of the lost because the most important thing in time and eternity is for people to get saved. Any others? If not, we're going to ask Brother Mike to lead us. Please continue to pray. Who'd feel like singing this morning? God's laid a song on your heart. To please sing it. Or sing them. It's more than one. Just obey the Lord. Good time to be in God's house. Good spirit here. Just pray for him while he comes.
thank the Lord for that good song, true song. Appreciate that. It gets sweeter, closer home you get, the sweeter it gets. That's if you're serving him. And like that song said. Praise the Lord. Somebody else feel like singing. Anybody else have a song? If you do, you're welcome. If God's give you a song to sing, by all means sing it. Let's pray. Pray for you. Enjoyed that song that you sang. And that's so true. The longer that I serve the Lord, the sweeter he grows to me. I'm glad to be here. I don't know how well I'll do on this song, but pray for me and listen to the words. My Savior and my friend 
His love was my beginning, and His love will be my end. And I could spend forever just trying to tell you everything He is. But there's no better way to tell you than this. God's been good in my life. I've been blessed beyond my wildest dreams as I go to sleep each night. And though I've had my share of hard times, I wouldn't change them if I could. Cause through it all, my God's been Do you want to say anything? Yeah. All right. I've been uh, I've been struggling over the last few months and holding on to some some anger and some hurt. Help him, Lord. Come on. And that's my own problem. That's my own fault. Yeah, um, man. Bless him, Lord. But I really feel like lately God's let me let go of that. Praise the Lord. And I feel renewed and I feel freed up. Amen. Um, and I've spoken with Terry and Linda about it and I don't know if I'm doing anything out of order um, and I know I live two hours away um, but I want to follow the Lord and yeah. uh, I want to join the church okay <laughs> amen I'm very thankful for this church amen. Um, it raised me and uh, <laughs> when I when I got saved when I was eight years old I went away and I wasn't I wasn't in church for a long time. But every every growth that I've had as a Christian over the years uh, has been with the aid and the love of this church. Right. Um, when I've messed up, you've put your arms around me, and when I've apologized, you've forgiven me. Amen. And I need to apologize to the church Amen. because of the anger that I've held on to and the hurt that I've held on to. Right. But Amen. I also want to join it. Amen. That's a great testimony. And boy, I liked what he said, you know, uh, we're human and we can be hurt and we can hold on to anger and hurt and we can, but with God's help, we can turn it loose. There's, uh, God gives us all the directions in the scripture. And so I appreciate when people give it to God and turn it loose and God clears their heart. And I appreciate Eric. Could I hear a move we receive him under watch, cure, pen, and letter? In a second. Okay. I move in a whole bunch of seconds. Everybody in favor, right? Just raise your hand. Amen. Thank the Lord, and I thank the Lord for Eric, and I thank the Lord for that song. And uh, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to not give time to Eric, and I want us to uh, thank him and shake hands with him and hug him. But I really feel like right now we probably ought to turn over to the preacher. Yeah, not shorten you any, but it's time to give it to him. Yeah.
enjoyed what I felt here this morning. I, from the warm embrace and everything that went on this morning, one of my favorite things this morning was just coming in and feeling the love of God's people. And you don't get that everywhere you go to. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'm as nervous as ever. I didn't come this way to preach this morning. I, I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of like Eric was. The past few months, I've just been dwelling down in a little valley for a while, Terry. And it wasn't just for a little bit, about a month ago, where I actually was able to come up out of that valley. And I'm coming up on the mountain way now, George. And I'm getting prepared, probably another valley along the way somewhere. But I'm glad God enables us to get through those valleys. He's God of the valleys and He's God of the mountaintops. And He's good everywhere in between. And I've found that to be true about Him. When you go through these things and you go through trials and tribulations in your life, God is still good to you and I. And boy, we've talked a lot about that this morning. I'm glad, Linda, I'm glad you sung that song today because I need to be here. God is good to you and I. When He saved my soul, if He didn't, nothing else ever for me Terry he never did anything else him saving my soul will always be the number one greatest thing God has ever done for me in my life uh, my goodness my friend and this morning I ask you and tell you we've been singing about testimonies and people have been saying I'm glad they're saying do you got a testimony you can give because at the end of the day you can't go off your pastor's testimony you can't go off of my testimony you better have your own of your own salvation experience and I'm glad that just a few weeks ago I got to go back to my place, Terry, over at Bethel Missionary Baptist Church. And boy, when I walked in and I felt it, I could go back to the spot that God saved my soul. The building's still there. The pews are still there. It still looks the same. And it still feels the same because, boy, God ain't changed one bit. He's still the God that He was when I was 12 years old. He's still the God today as I stand at 30. But oh my goodness, I'm glad that he saved my soul when he did, Terry. He's been my best friend, and I ask you today, if you ain't got him, why not? Uh, why would you want to miss heaven for all the world has to offer? Listen, I'll tell you, my friends, let me to get this, and we'll get to the message. Uh, but I feel like a lot of folks are missing heaven by 18 inches. And what do you mean by that? You're missing it from your head down to your heart because of the fact that a lot of folks are making a mind decision instead of a soul decision. I ask you today, uh, quick, get it out of your mind about how does all this work and just let God show it to you. If you've got questions, He's got answers. Yeah, you ain't got to worry a bit. I tell you right now, if you feel like you need to pray, you just come and pray. Eric didn't wait until invitation came. God gave him invitation and he took that. So you do that today. Also in 1 Kings chapter number 17, very familiar scripture, and that is out of your prayers this morning. Uh, but First Kings chapter number 17, and I, I read this to Brianna this morning, and she asked me why I was chuckling a little bit. It's because God showed me something different inside the scripture that I'd never seen before, Terry. And you can read it over and over and over again, but God will show you something new every time you read it. So First Kings chapter number 17. And it says this very thing in verse number 9, verse number 8, and it says, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise and get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. And behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water and a vessel that I may drink. 
And as he was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me after, make for thee and for thy son. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day of the, that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. And listen to this. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord which by spake, he spake by Elijah. And that's how I'm going to read. And if I could title a message this morning, I don't really ever do this, uh, but I'm just going to title it simply this. God's been good in my life. Linda. Oh, mercy. Elijah went down yonder over there and he said, the Lord, I love God for this. He takes care of us, Terry. Uh, No matter what we go through, God's always taking good care of me, Eric. Listen, friend, through the good and the bad, he's always been there. He's been a faithful friend even when I've been faithless. He's still faithful. I'm going we got a faithful God. We got Amen. a loving God. A God that's for us and not against us. Amen. But listen to this. He went down to the brook there and Elijah was down there and he said, I'll send you ravens and I'll give you bread and I'll give you flesh in the evening. I'll give you water. I'll give you in the morning and in the evening time. I'll take good care of you, Elijah. Oh, but when the brook dried up, what happened? God had good still for Elijah. Where are you going with this preacher? God was there with them through it all and God and Elijah trusted him listen to what happened you know how we do a lot of time as Christians God tells us something what we do we start questioning to do it I'm glad Elijah didn't question God here Elijah just went God said go and Elijah said go oh mercy listen Eric Jordan you might live two hours away but God said go and you listen to that aren't you glad when you just follow the Lord. Yeah. You ain't got to question it. You ain't got to figure it out. God's got it in His hands. Oh, mercy. Now listen. The brook dried up down there. And y'all just pray for me. Go with me a little bit. Oh, we're getting to the message. Oh, but listen to what happened. Oh, the brook dried up. God still gave him what he needed. He said, there's a woman down there in Zarephath. Yeah. You know why I was chuckling this morning? I never looked up that way word before. You know what it means? It means a refinery. God sent them down to the refinery. Oh mercy, when I was a 12 year old boy, I went to the refinery, Dale. Oh mercy, God refined me. And when God did it the first time, God did it just right there. When he saved my soul, he didn't do it 90% of the way. He went 100%. And I've been refined by the refinery himself. I've been transformed. Dale, you work at the oil industry. You take that oil and you can make it into anything. I'm glad that God can take an old sinner boy and transform him by the washing of regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Ghost. I've got a new birth, Eric. I've got a complete change. I've been transformed. 
Oh, mercy. Listen now. You see, listen, Elijah went down there. He said, a little old widow woman's going to take good care of the Elijah. I'm so glad for the grand old church. Yeah. She ain't a widow woman, though. She's married up, and she loves her people. She adores us all. I'll tell you, the grand old church, she'll take good care of you. She'll love on you yeah. when nobody else will. And her husband does safely trust in her. Oh, mercy. She does him yeah. good all the days of her life. Who can find a virtuous woman like her for prices of my rubies? I love my wife with all of my heart. Don't get me wrong. And I love her to death. I give my life for her. Sure. But be careful saying you love people to death. Because Eric, there's only one that's ever loved me to death. Yeah, and his yeah. name was Jesus. Yeah. And he died that I could have life solely. I'm so glad that he loved me to death. Oh, mercy, listen to what happened. Elijah got down there and he said, Woman, okay, Kissinger, it's so good to see you, sweetie. Oh, but he went down there, down into that area there. And that woman got a little cruise. She said, We're going to get two sticks and we're going to get, we're going to eat and drink and we're going to die. Elijah said, No, but make me a cake first and then you shall eat. I'm so glad you see where death is. There's life, my my friends, where two dead sticks came together, made life everlasting possible. I'm so glad that at a cruel cross of Calvary, yeah. two sticks came together and the life giver died that I could be sustained and made free. Yeah. Oh, listen. He said there, he said, I'll get you two dead sticks and they'll come together. Oh, listen, Jesus Christ went to the cross that you and I could have life in itself. Without Him, there's nothing. Without Him, there's no life. But I thank God that what He did at the cross yeah. has sustained me. What He did at Calvary made it so that I, my soul, might live everlasting life. And I wouldn't die lost without Him. Where there's a drought, my friends, there's no drought in God's house. Amen. There's no drought with Him. I'm glad that He gives us what we need. Blessed are they that thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. I'm glad I've got something that's sustaining me. And mercy, listen, as they went they ate, they probably thought, surely it's done with. Surely there ain't no more. Surely it's all gone. But every time I went back to the barrel bearing, he's given me more and more and more. Every time I've went back, it's been better and better. It gets sweeter and sweeter. He's the greatest thing in my life. And he's supplying me with everything I need. He's given me more than I deserve. And the greatest thing he did for me was when he saved my soul as a 12-year-old boy. I've got it worked out now with him. I can tell you the time and I can take you to the place where God saved my soul. And Eric has everybody around and the world has a famine in the land. 
I ain't got no famine, buddy. There's plenty in God's house, but you got to be willing to come and get it. You got to be willing to go back to the barrel. Yeah. Every time I went back and thought, oh, everybody else is ate. There ain't no leftovers for me. I go to like Mephibosheth did. I go to the supper table yeah. and I've got plenty in demand. The land supplied me with everything I need, Cindy. Oh, listen, friend. So where two dead sticks come together, there's life. Yeah. But something had to die in order to give me life, Brittany. Something had to pay a price that I could waste not. It would fail not. His salvation has not failed. His grace is still in supply. It's in demand, buddy, and there's plenty of it. You look around and you see all these folks. They got testimony after testimony. Mike, has it failed you yet? No, it ain't. Oh, has it failed you yet? No, it ain't, Terry. Has it failed you? No. I want you to know God has not failed you and I. Listen, my friends, I was like Elijah. I went and dwelt down in the cave for a little while, but he was still good in the cave, Linda. Oh, the past few months, I dwelt underneath the juniper tree. I wondered how am I going to get to go on. God, am I ever going to preach for you again? Am I ever going to get to feel the same thing I felt again? He still ain't failed me yet. Hey, my friends, no matter your valley, no matter your trouble, God's still good to you. He'll always be good to you until the end of your days. It gets sweeter and sweeter as I go. And it's been the most sweetest, precious thing I've ever had. Oh, mercy. The past few months I wondered, when I go to the barrel, is it still going to be plenty? And he showed me, yeah, there's still enough. When he died for my soul, when he gave his precious life that I could have it, all he's asked of me and you is to love him back. All he's asked of you and I is to love him like he loves us. And he loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son that you could have life and that it wakes not. Oh, listen, my beloved friend. He gave His life that He could rescue you from a devil's hell. In hell there is no amazing grace. In hell there is no grace. In hell there is no more preaching. In hell there is no more singing. In hell there is no nothing other than utter destruction and separation. But God has given you this time and this space right now to come to Him. When He calls, He's asking you, I've done everything to give you life, but you've got to accept me. You say, preacher, I ain't seen Him. I've never laid eyes on Him. I haven't either with these natural eyes. But I've been the Calvary. And I've seen the one that's bled and died for me. When I was 12 years old, he lied to himself and showed me through the eye of faith that he died for my sin. That he not only died, but that he rose again from the dead. And now he stands to make intercession for us. We've not followed after some cunningly devised fable, friend. This isn't a once in a time story. 
But God wrote in the beginning of the book, in the beginning God created the heavens Amen. and the earth. Amen. So I'm not following some fairy tale. That's right. But I definitely got a happy ending to yeah. it. Amen. <laughs> Let yeah. my ending be joy and happiness. Because yeah, when I leave up out of this world, it's good morning over there. Yeah. When I leave up out of here, it's not a goodbye. It's just a see you later. Yeah. Because I'm going home yeah. to the Lord who my soul loves and my soul adores. <laughs> but while I'm here, Solly, I'm going to just keep coming to the barrel. <laughs> because there's a woman here that's taking good care of me. That's right. I love my wife and I love my mommy. <laughs> But I believe the Lord was talking about a greater woman than them, Linda Brock. Yeah. He was talking about the Grand Oak Church. That's right. And he's given Lima Missionary Baptist Church a great spirit about her. Yeah. A great love about her. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even, I'm not even a member here when Eric joined this morning. I raised my hand. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Because the church is wonderful. The people may hurt you sometimes. The people may let you down one way or another. But the church is still pure king. The church is still beautiful. And God will never let you down. Amen. Eric, I've held on to a lot of pain. I've held on to a lot of hurt the past few months myself. And like I said a month ago, I laid it all down. And said, God, I ain't going to get nowhere without you. Yeah. I need healing from you, Lord. And it came right on time. Yeah. Right on time always. Yeah. So no matter your darkness, no matter your valleys, right. you just let it go. Amen, brother. And God will help you all through it. Yes, sir. Get us a song. That's enough. Terry, you come with us. I'll turn it right over to you. Will you follow your heart this morning? Yeah. Just follow what God will tell you to do. You might be broken. You might be empty. But God can heal you. God can give you what you need. Amen. Well, He's the best friend that you'll ever have in your life. I've been through a lot in my life, Linda. 23 surgeries and all these things, and God's still been good to me. Amen. Facing life and death, looking all in the face. But I knew that if I died, I was a winner either way. Amen. Can you say the same? At the end of your days, all you've got is what you've done with your dash. You've got a time you're born and a time you die. What are you doing with your dash? What are you doing with the dash? Will you come and get saved? Go ahead and sing. Come on. Jesus is my high tower. Is your high tower? The light in the dark hour. You can't take your money with you. you can't take your good name with you. you can't take nothing with you. It's in your life. All you've got is your soul. And it's going somewhere, friend. Heaven or hell is your choice this morning. Come on. Follow the Lord, come on. Oh, Jesus. What a friend. What a friend is 
salvation uh, that God blessed Brother Matt to preach this morning. I'm glad the barrel's still full. I had a man tell me one time, he said, preacher, he said, uh, uh, what you folks, you Baptists believe about the blood washing away people's sins, he said, uh, that just doesn't make any sense. And he, and he told me how many drops of blood was in the human body, uh, average, I don't remember that, but there was a lot of drops, but he said, he said, there's been so many million people, he said, you couldn't uh, stretch it out and make one drop of blood that came from Jesus uh, give to everybody. And I said, I've got good news for you. And he said, what's that? I said, Jesus didn't just give me one drop of his blood. He gave me every drop of his blood. His total sacrifice was for me. You say, well, preacher, what about the rest of us? Well, his total sacrifice was for you and you and you and you. Whoever you are, put your name in there. Jesus Christ died for you. 
and his blood is sufficient and uh, the barrels never got empty. There's just as much of the shed blood of Jesus available to wash away your sin right now as there was back then. When I opened up earlier, I read this scripture. Here's part of it. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Brother Matt was preaching about that. God, he gave his son. He died on the cross and rose from the dead. He's alive, and the gospel reaches out through the church. God invites people to come and get saved. Now, I really feel like there's a bunch here that needs to come this morning. I, I felt like that last week. And uh, praise God, we had two got saved last week, and another one came seeking it, didn't get satisfied. I praise God for that. But I'm confident in my mind that if you could ask people and they'd just be honest and be able to share with you, I'm confident in my mind. There were numerous people here last Sunday morning that could say, yeah, uh, God was merciful and kind, and he reached out to me, and I felt in my heart like I should have went to the altar. I've been in that spot. I, when I was a lost boy, I did that a few times, more than a few actually. And, and I shouldn't have done it, but I did it. But I'm glad God called me again, and I said, yes, Lord, and I come to him. Now, the devil tried to talk me out of coming. When God's calling, the devil tries to stop you. Some other time, some other place, some other way, Jesus is the way. He's the only way. And when the Holy Spirit's calling and knocking, that's the only time you can get saved. Now, let me, let me beg of you today. If you're here and you're lost, come and get saved. If you're here and out of fellowship with God, come and get right. And, and I want to read this to you. Now, I really appreciate the way Eric moved and the, the, the testimony that he had. Talking about being hurt. Uh, and interesting, uh, I didn't know Eric was going to make that move, but I, I'd had some things on my heart. I actually did a study sheet, and uh, I had these in my Bible. Interesting. Matthew 5, 23. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar and rememberest that thy brother hast all against thee, uh, you know what you need to do? Uh, you need to forgive him. You need to come and uh, you need to... Let me just, let me read the rest of it. Just, I'll get uh, more of it here back in Matthew 5 and 23. I need to read a little bit more than it had there. But, uh, therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar and remember that thy brother hast all against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer thy gift. And then down in Mark 11, 25, let me read that. Pray real hard. Mark 11, 25 says this. Uh, get to it here real quick. Mark 11, 25. And when you stand praying, listen. When you stand praying, forgive if you have all against any. Now, I didn't say wait till they uh, make an apology to you. I didn't say wait until everything's right. It just said if you stand praying, forgive. If you have all against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. And so, and then it goes on down through here. Uh, let me get this. Brethren, this is in Galatians 6 ones. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in a spirit of meekness. Consider thyself, lest thou also be tempted. So, and praise God. Colossians 3.13 said, Forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Listen, if you hurt this morning, you know what that means? That means you're human. Humans gets hurt. I've been hurt. I've had things bother me, and I've had uh, things just eat at me. And uh, preacher, uh, you're a pastor. You're not supposed to get like that. I know, but I have. Uh, how did I get taken care of? I did like Eric. 
I brought it to the Lord and I brought it to the altar and I, I prayed and God gave me the, the strength and the power and uh, the ability by His Holy Spirit uh, to get rid of the hurt. When you forgive, you get rid of the hurt. And praise God, if you're here today and you're, uh, and you're lost, Jesus died to forgive you. And you can get rid of all the pain and anguish of sin in your soul. Sing us another song. Somebody needs to come. If, if, you, if you need to come and pray, uh, don't hesitate. Don't be uh, shy or backwards. Tell come and pray this morning. My if you're lost, you need to come get saved. If you've got some kind of hurt in you, uh, come and talk to Jesus about it. If you're out of fellowship with God this morning, please come. If you're here and God's calling you, Please don't turn him away again. I believe our folks have turned him away here uh, more than once probably. Don't turn him away this morning. Now's the accepted time. Now's the day of salvation. Please come. Please come. Would you come right now? Well, I'd like to walk up the aisle with you to the altar. If God's calling you, please come this morning. We've heard a Holy Ghost message. That's the gospel. That's powerful. We're hearing powerful spiritual singing. God's surely calling. I suspect there's people here that God's already put on your heart to join this church and the devil's fighting you. I'm telling you what, uh, Paul said when I would do good evil's present. Listen to me today. God's got the answer. It seemed impossible uh, when the prophet went up to the woman's house and she just had a few crumbs and just a slew drink of water. But God made what was necessary be there. If you're here today and you're willing to trust God, God will take care of it. You can't figure it out and fix it on your own, but God's already got it in his heart. If you'll come today, God will fix it for you. Would you come right here and right now? Would you come right here and right now? Please come. Come and pray. You don't have to make a speech. We're not here to embarrass you. You don't have to tell me about your sins. It's not my business. God already knows. But the barrel is full and your portion's in there. Will you come and get it right now? Come on. Please come. Well, I know there's people here need to come. I'm not trying to be judgmental, but I just feel it in my heart. And that's a good thing. That's not being judged. I, I praise God. I praise God and He's calling the people this morning. And if you'll come, you'll help somebody else come. Please come right now. Come with us. Let's pray about this this morning. Boy, my, my heart, I have joy and agony in my heart. I have joy because God's calling and I'm agonizing because uh, people are not responding as God's calling. Come on, let's get it fixed. God can handle it. He gave his son to die on the cross. He raised him from the dead and we're alive. And I'm going to heaven. And you can go too. If you're lost, if you're lost, you can go to heaven too. If you're lost, you can go to heaven too. Praise God today. If you're hurt, you can get it fixed. If you're lost, you can get saved. If you're out of fellowship, you can get right. And if you need to join this church, we want you. If you're saved and God put on your heart to join this church, we need you. God wouldn't put on your heart if we didn't need you. Everybody's welcome in the Lord's family. Come on. Come on. Oh, 
obey the Lord. Come on. Come on and obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Boy, I praise God. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Amen. Good singing. Good singing. God bless you. Help him, Lord. I've, uh, I don't believe I've ever come to the altar for anything but myself. Help him, Lord. Uh, and I've heard people say all my life, we don't use that altar enough. Amen. That's true, brother. Uh, I want to be the example yeah. that, that my dad was to me. Amen. That's right. I want to set an example for my kids and Amen. my grandkids and, yes, and everybody else's kids yeah. to follow. Amen. Uh, he was talking about that barrel. Uh, that, that scripture never said that barrel got full. Right. It just never run out. Amen. And uh, since I've been a member of Lima again, it seems like I sit back and I look and I say, that barrel's full. I don't need to mess with it. I don't need to be a part of it. I don't, need, him, I don't need to do anything to help because there's so much. It's abundant. Help him, Lord. But God's got a place for me and a Everybody. job and a job for me to do. And Amen. if I sit back and don't do my job, somebody's getting hurt by that. Amen. That's and I'm right. getting hurt by that. Amen. I need to be a, a better example and a better help to my Lord, church and my Lord. family. Amen. It's good to be here. Well, it's, it's good to have you. And I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a powerful move and a powerful testimony. And I believe it's an inspiration to others. See, right. every time that we move in the Lord, uh, it helps somebody else. It don't just help us. We all in this together. Right. And uh, when I was a lost boy, when my lost friends got saved, it caused me to want to get saved. And when my saved friends moved in the Spirit and followed the Lord, it caused me to want to have what they have. And so uh, we'll, and I, before we leave here, we're going to uh, let anybody shake hands with uh, these two smooth already, but we got some more work needs to do yet first, and we need another song in just a minute. But but right now, uh, with heads bowed and eyes closed, like we do sometimes, right now with heads bowed and eyes closed, I, I want I want to ask you a thing or two, and we'll get to the song in a minute. If you're here today, and see with heads bowed and eyes closed, uh, nobody's looking at you. Uh, just make it real personal today. I want to ask you this: If you're here and you're lost. And you know you need to get saved because you've got to get saved to go to heaven. That's the only way to go to heaven. Uh, would you uh, be so kind as to just lift your hand, raise your hand up, and say, that's me. Pray for me, preacher. I'll t if you do that, I won't point you out or embarrass you, but I'll, I'll say, church, says somebody raised their hand. Uh, we need to pray for them. Would anybody raise your hand? And say, I thank God. I thank God for that hand. Praise God. That touched my heart. We had one raise their hand, church. I know you can tell that by my reaction. Would there be another one? Raise your hand say, pray for me. I need to get saved. Would you do that? Okay, let me ask again this. If you're here and you've been saved, but you're just not near where you need to be in God's service, your relationship with God's not what it needs to be, and you need uh, people to pray for you that you could really get back in and get your joy back, would you raise your hand? Anybody raise Appreciate that hand. Thank you for that hand. Would there be another one? Well, that touched my heart too. Would there be another one? I appreciate that hand. Thank you for that one. Would there be another one? Okay, let me ask you this. Uh, I don't usually ask this, but is there somebody here uh, that's been saved and God's laid it on your heart to join this church and 
uh, for some reason you let something stand in your way and you're not moving ahead with that and you want people to pray for you so, so you can get, uh, get your heart in a spot to join this church. Would anybody raise your hand on that? You need to join this church, but you just haven't done it, but you want people to pray for you so you can get things worked out. I don't see a hand raised on that. Would there be one right quick? Okay, raise your head and open your eyes. Let me say a few things here. Let me say a few things here. I appreciate those hands that were raised. That really touched my heart. Uh, and let me beg of you. Uh, let me plead with you. Uh, in just a moment when I let them sing again, I want to ask you to consider this. You've already made a step in the right direction. You have to admit you have a need before you can get your need filled. I had to admit that I was lost before I could get saved. I had to admit one time when I was out of fellowship before I get back in fellowship uh, more than once. Listen, uh, in just a minute, uh, when we let them sing, I want to ask you to take the next step. And with God's help, and God will help you, with God's help, when they sing this next song, step out and come to the altar and let's get this thing fixed. And, and even if you didn't raise your hand, you're still welcome to come, surely. But while they're saying, especially you that went so far as to raise your hand, come one more step and let God get it fixed for you. While they sing, would you come right now? Come on, mind the Lord. I know come on. What it's like I know it's scary. I was a very shy young man and it was hard for me. The devil said, you can't do it. But God said, yes, you can. And God helped me. See, if God's wanting you to come to the altar, God will help you to come. He will. God won't let you down. He won't fail you. He's here and he's powerful. I can feel him and he's real. And he loves you. And Jesus died for you. you got something else you will. Somebody needs to come. Come on. Right here, right now. God so loved the world. We could say God so loved you. That he gave his only begotten son, that was Jesus. That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He gave him and he died on the cross on those two sticks that Matthew was preaching about. Oh, please come. Boy, my heart's, my heart's crying out. I, I declare. There's, we've had good moves, but we got a lot more needs to come and needs to be made. Obey the Lord. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Amen. Obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Listen, if you need to come and you're kind of hesitating, if there's a Christian close to you, somebody you got confidence in, just reach out to them. Say, will you go to the altar with me? I'm sure they'll come. You don't have to come by yourself. Just reach out to a Christian close by. So I need to go. They'll come with you, I promise. I'm sure. And God will help you. Will you do that? Do you need to come? Come on. Thank you for acknowledging that. Please come. Please come. Praise God. Please come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Praise God. Let's pray for this one that's come. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for this one that's come. Oh, I'm praying for her, even as I'm still standing begging. Because there's others that need to come. Would you others that need to come, come too? Come on, please come. Please come. Praise God, please come. Please obey the Lord. God's so good. And he's so helpful. And he's so able. Please come. Please obey the master. I can't comprehend. God knows your need. Would you come and pray? And I know what it's like to walk through the desert and not have one cloud in the sky. And I know what it's like to face that great disappointment and in weakness ask the Lord why and I know what it's like to stand high on the mountain and feel the Somebody else needs to come. Praise God for these that's come. Somebody else needs to come. No doubt. Hey, you know, I can feel it in my heart. God lets the church know sometimes. I believe there's people needs to get rid of some hurt. I believe there's some people needs to rededicate their life. Some people needs to join church. And some more needs to get saved. But praise God, he's still in the saving business. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. In your own words, you tell us what happened. Well, let me ask you this. Let me just ask you. Did you ask Jesus to save you? I did. Did he save you? Yes. Amen. How does it feel? It feels good. <laughs> Amen. Oh, that's a wonderful testimony. I appreciate that. Okay. Now, any, now in just a minute, we're going to let anybody who wants to come shake hands. But you might want to say something, do you? You can if you want to. You want to? Praise the Lord. Amen. That says it all. That says it all. Tell them who this is. Amen. Praise the Lord. I praise God. Boy, this is wonderful. Now, in just a minute, we're going to uh, sing. And if you feel in your heart like coming and shaking hands or giving them a hug, you can do that. We want Eric to come back up. We want Jay to come back up. And uh, But even while we do that, let's consider this extending the invitation.
uh, God knows our need. God knows what we need to do, and he helps us do it. So uh, don't leave here dissatisfied today uh, when God's calling to you. Uh, God, when I got saved, I thought, boy, I wish I'd have done that quicker. And even after I'd lived for a while after I was saved and I got out of fellowship with God and went that way for a while, when I come and rededicated my life, I thought, why didn't I do that quicker? See, whenever I obey God, it works out good. When I don't obey God, it works out bad. That's as simple as it can be. But, uh, okay, uh, so uh, come on back, Eric and Jaden, and uh, uh, just sing us a song. If you want to come shake hands or hug their necks, well, do that, and I'll hug you again. I'll give me two hugs. Somebody else needs to move.
God for this meeting. And uh, we just thank God for his tender mercies and God's still saving folks. And he's just as willing and just as able to save now as he's ever been. The conditions are still the same. Believe in Christ and repent of your sins. Just reach out to him by faith. God will save your soul. And he'll make you happy all the way through. I just appreciate Brother Matthew and uh, appreciate him coming today and Matt preaching. And I want to uh, say just uh, publicly, I want him to come back just as soon as he can and preach for us again. And uh, if that was to be 6 o'clock tonight, it'd be all right. <laughs> just, you know, just thinking. <laughs> and, uh, but, if, but if you can't do then, well, maybe sometime in the near future. Yeah, that makes you know you're welcome, don't it? Okay. All right. Anybody got anything on your heart to say or anything before we turn over for the announcements? I've got one thing I want to tell you, and then I'll let the others make announcements. Uh, just kind of tentatively, we're thinking about having a baptizing two weeks from today. And I said tentatively because people are checking their schedules and their family schedules and things. And if that won't work, we'll do it some other time. And if that works for part of the folks, We'll do that then and have another time. You know, we just try to accommodate people's schedules. It's complicated. But we're, we're thinking about and considering having a baptizing two weeks from today in the morning service. So keep that in your mind. So now I'll turn over to others for announcements. Um, we're going to have church camp sign up starting this afternoon. Um, like I said last week, everything's going to be online. There's not going to be any paper documents at all. Um, so the website that you sign up on is ourchurchcamp.com. Yep, that's right. Um, and we'll put that on Facebook too. Um, so if you are a tech-savvy person and you want to go ahead and sign up you or your children, um, you just go to ourchurchcamp.com and you try it out. It's pretty easy. However, if you are not a tech-savvy person, we will be here at 4.30 until church tonight, and we will help you sign up. So if you, you can bring your phone, you can bring your tablet, your iPad, your laptop, whatever. We'll get you signed up, and we're going to be doing that um, next Sunday after morning service and then the following. So. going along with that um, if you're not planning on being here um, in order to sign up for camp you have to have your own account and inside of that account you can sign up for camp you can sign other people up for camp but we recommend if you're somebody who has your own phone that you have your own account so that way you can see what uh, bunk you've been assigned to and what your church's chore is for the weekend and some things like that so it's really helpful if you're able to log in and view that information for yourself We've got a letter here from Meldrum Missionary Baptist Church. It's their centennial anniversary. Uh, looks like that's going to be on Saturday, the 27th of May um, this year. So if you want to attend that. Um, let's see. Providence is having a ordination service on April the 29th, uh, and that is for Brother Todd Helton. And that service will begin at 6 p.m., 
um, and they're asking the ordained men to be there by five. And then Vacation Bible School will be on July 10th through the 14th in the evening. Uh, They'll let you know uh, the exact time soon, and they need a lot of volunteers. So if you're interested, please uh, contact Barry, Heather, Sarah, Lexi, or Cassandra. Thank God for this service this morning. And I thank God for the people that moved that God spoke to. And thank God for the people that God spoke to, even if he didn't move. I thank God he spoke to you. And he's, he's still calling to you. Uh, uh, I, at the conclusion of service, I'm going to do something different that I haven't done uh, in uh, many months. It may alarm my wife. I'm going to go to the back, and I'm going to shake hands with people as they go out. And... Uh, uh, we haven't done that since COVID. And, uh, but I've just got such a burden for so many people, and I'm not going to be able to get to you and speak to you and say I'm glad you're here or uh, talk to you. If I wait up here, half of you be gone time I get back there. So I'm going to go back there, and as you come by, and you don't, you, know, you don't have to tell me any secrets or anything. I'm not going to try to pressure your private. As you come by, we shake hands. If it was to come on your mind, you'd feel like asking me to pray for you, do that. If you even felt like, and I've had people plenty of times say, I should have went to Alder this morning. If you feel like telling me that, tell me that. It'll help you and me, and uh, whatever it is. Uh, but I will say this. I thank God for everybody cheer this morning. I thank God that he's here this morning. And uh, pray for service time tonight at 6 o'clock. I'm telling you what, I'm already looking forward to coming back tonight. And uh, if you don't come, you're liable to miss something good. And so, anything else? If not, I'm going to ask everybody seated to stand. I'm going to ask Eric to pray dismissal.